Welcome to the Goracom podcast, where investors discover great small cap companies. Thank you for taking Agoracom with you and make sure to follow our podcast. Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Gorecom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives after they put out important news. And with us today, I mean, it's right after Labor Day, and bam, he's hit us with big important news. Uh, game-changing news, apparently significant news. Bernard Turian, CEO, HPQ Silicon Trades in Canada under HPQ, and for our friends in the U.S. under HPQFF. For those new to the story, 30-second intro. The company's a Canadian producer uh, building a portfolio of unique, high-value, specialty silicon products that can be needed for the renewable energy revolution. Uh, they're doing this through two innovative reactors that essentially permit the one-step transformation of quartz into a high-purity silicon. Uh, and specialty silicon products that significantly reduce costs, energy uses, and carbon footprint. More than just lip service, they've already received their first order for spherical nanosilicon material from a major automobile manufacturer. They've signed an NDA and received a request for 4N silicon material from a world-leading high-performance materials company and a number of NDAs with, uh, with at least two battery players. Bernard, welcome back, my friend. Thanks, George. You know what? I can't wait for the intro to start. The QR is started and they produce 4NSI. You got, I'm going to make you shrink that, that, that intro just to just that. That's my only focus. I've right already now. shrunk it down. So, <laughs> But if, if you're going to help me shrink it down even more, all the better. <laughs> Hopefully you had a great summer. Uh, yep. Here it is. We're I wasn't on vacation time. like you continuously. You know, When I try to call you, it's like I'm in the middle of a mountain somewhere. I was, I was in the mountains and then I was at the beach. I definitely need a little bit of time. But this is why, right? Because we're right back at it. Here's the headline today. HPQ Silicon PureVap pilot plant testing enters reactor startup phase. And you've called this a significant milestone uh, for, for all of us at home who have not gone through state-of-the-art, game-changing, first-of-its-kind uh, reactor technology. What does this mean? What's the importance of, of today's news? We're one step closer to making this four end silicone. That's really what it means. Um, it, uh, as you said, you know, this is this is my first time participating in a startup of a, a massive system. It's not Paro's first time. So there's a um, there's a lot of step to reach that point, which is sort of like 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 a like a massive funnel so you start with so many steps that are like moving in parallel so everything looks like it's moving forward as you get closer to the end it's one two three steps left um you can smell that you're there but you're not there you know it's it's something that's so freaking binary like it's the day before you're not the day after you are so um i from the beginning of, of this phase, we starting it because you know it sounded more confusing than everything else. I decided, uh, I decided to break it down into four easy to recognize steps. One of them, when we finish making sure that all the system, we call the system integration, is, is completed. It's a very complex machine. Okay, there must be a few kilometers of wires from everywhere else. Everything is computer controlled. Okay, every valve is computer controlled for the very simplistic reason. The temperature is going to be around 200 degrees centigrade around at the outside of the machine. So, you know, you can't ask, you know, Joe, George, go move that 
that uh, that that vow. So because of all those things, everything has to be you know computer control, computer design, all these issues. How we how we deal with the um, the hot gases that comes out of it. How we process them. Luckily, you know, pyrogenesis. That's not something they're they're too worried about. It. Uh, hot processes, they're not really worried about. High temperature, you know, as, as Peter just called it, they're the Tesla of high temperature process. Yeah. But there's an additional kink into what HPQ is doing, is we're doing all that under vacuum. So we have the two most demanding engineering tasks being done at the same time. Now, if this was HPQ slash Bernard Silicone that, you know, did the engineering in-house and everything else, I would understand what people would get worried about. But it's pyrogenesis, okay? They've done as complex a task, even more complex, in position where um, at those times they were not the FUD because they were doing contract for the military, but they were their big outside consultant because Peter told me the story. We're telling the Navy, you're crazy. They're never going to be able to do to, to build those waste destruction system on an aircraft carrier with plasma. It's never going to work. Okay, so these guys have gone through the ringers of doing this. Okay, so if they tell me this is what it takes, it's just it's just me. I'm just a little kid in behind. Says, are we there yet? Are we there yet? That's that, that's that's all what but, it is. But, but it seems like that's... we can see the light at the end of the tunnel now. Oh, especially yeah. as we talk a little bit about the uh, the arc or at the arc the at the bottom of uh, at the, the arc at the bottom of the electrode. <laughs> I can see that coming. Or oh, yeah, okay, that's a maybe that's that's the way to frame it. Um, let's talk about that. So the R and D one sub paragraph R and D testing program advancing on schedule. So you've allocated one month of the reactor startup. Okay, let's be very clear. It's one month. Okay. Yeah. Did you get the air quotes there? The reason why you know if it, if that month is thirty seven days, it's not a big issue. Right. If that sure. month is twenty four days. It's not a big issue. It's irrelevant. Okay. We've allocated some time to deal with unknown unknown that may or may not occur. We don't know. So I hate, and I've, I've learned this from experience. Okay. I don't want to give timelines because of what we do is impossible to have timelines. I think we had this discussion. Uh, have you seen the latest picture from NASA's Hubble? Uh, no, the James Webb. Webb. James Webb. Okay. Everybody's excited about them. Do people now go back and talk about it? Oh, that project was six years, seven years behind schedule. Okay. Or they talk about, wow, the incredible achievement that what's it's doing. Okay. That's my goal is just to get that machine started, which is going to start the ball rolling for all the other things that we're working on, because it is the central block of one of the things we're building, just like, about a year from now, it'll be the fume silica will be a central block of the business we're developing, just like as we do other work for batteries. So, so I try not to give precise, exactly, you know, to the day at three o'clock in the afternoon on the 17th day of the third moon, something is going to happen because it's impossible. No, Yet, but, you give and, us, you, you but give if you don't put it, the yard sticks, right? So we have, a, yeah, so yeah, we, yeah, I, I give, have an idea. It's a, about a month, yeah. not about a year. That's important. It's, it's, it's not about a month. It's not, a, it's not about a year. It is, it, you know, we can really spell this because the next step, you should read it out of press release. The next step is, oh, we're starting the process improvement test, right? Yeah. So I was going to press four process. What does that mean? Four process improvement test duration of about two months, approximately two months. Okay. What does that mean? 
a big smelter, okay? You don't turn on and off a smelter on demand. That's why when you smart a smelter in the industry, okay, you try never to stop the machine. Okay. So we have scheduled process tests where we will be starting and stopping the machine. So everything has to be calculated and done into it. But we will be feeding material into the machine and we will be producing material. But mm, I don't think no, nobody in the team expect that on the first one we do, okay, we will get 90% efficiency for N. We might, we don't know, but better to plan it. So we're giving ourselves, oh, do we need to tweak this? Do we need to tweak that? Because we've tested- ah, so you're allocating four process improvement tests. So you, you almost got to run through it four times uh, in later. Well, we're going to go to the process of that. starting it and stopping it, but just to get the machine started, okay? They bring it up to the correct operating temperature. It takes about two days. That it's not it's not a small machine. It's probably one of the biggest test pilots in the silicone industry. And it's and so if everything goes well, mm -hmm. and that doesn't mean perfect because there are going to be little hiccups. Some patients can be faster, some patients can be slower. But if everything goes well and that ballpark, give or take, you know. Uh, three months goes by. Uh, it looks like by because I saw it online too. You saw you see some investors saying, "Are we gonna have a nice, you know, a nice Christmas present? Just are we gonna have a nice, nice delivery just just before? And what will it mean when you get through these phases? What position will you be in at that point? Okay, if you read the through after the four process improvement tests, okay, the goal is to operate the machine. 24-7 for a long enough period of time for us to get all the data we need to be able to scale it up to commercial scale. In the meantime, while we do this, we will be producing material. And as I wrote in the press release, maybe people pick, didn't pick up on it, it's on the presentation too, okay? We will be taking that silicone material, we will be sending it to um, outsource um, subcontractor that we've sort of identified some in Europe, some somewhere elsewhere, which they will be then taking the material and you know that foreign material and microsizing it uh, on, on the micron size for the um, for the uh, silicon nitrate and for battery material for testing. Um, and we'll have plenty plenty of material. And we will also have our own material for our nanotechnology development and all those issues. So we've decided to complete everything centered around these things. So from the first process improvement test, we should start to have enough materials to start doing some, some additional work up to add value to the material that we're doing, okay? So by the time we, we, we get the plant operating six months, we will have ideas of multiple um, business development strategy we can implement to commercialize the PureVap QRR technology. In the meantime, mm -hmm. are some of those ideas starting to come to you already because talk in the industry, or maybe the, I've asked you this before, mm -hmm. is the phone ring a little bit more, conversations, uh, more interest being shown. Uh, we know that we've got the global auto manufacturer Who's you know are 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 you talking to them? It'd be good to could can you give us kind of a 
uh, a status report on that and how you know how those discussions with the announced people are going and what kind of discussions may be going on about the 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 growing pipeline of interest not pipeline in terms of a sales number like power genesis but the growing mm -hmm. pipeline of, in, of interest um for the battery size once we start producing the first material then then we'll have much more discussion you know we'll we'll do our our own tests we'll do we'll get material we'll, we'll get value we'll, we'll get something tangible to, to give it away but what's happening that what's mind-numbing in a micro macroeconomic sense again the big picture is how the qrr is coming online at the most appropriate time there is a massive recognition in North America and in Europe that it's not acceptable that 90% of battery materials is made in China. It's not acceptable that 100% of the solar material is made in China. It's not acceptable that the electronic silicone manufacturers for chips is manufactured in China. That's just a reality. The people have woken up to it and there's billions of dollars sent into it. Now, this will all require reshoring, repatriating of the process. At the center of all these processes, okay, is the preliminary manufacturing of silicone, metallurgic grade silicone, the 2N silicone, the material needed. Okay. And I has just been told, one of the top experts that uh, I work with, has told me the most complex technology part is making the silicone that we're doing. There is no, there is a limited number of people with expertise making silicone. Very, very limited number. Because most of them that discovered this were many years ago in big companies that are closed. So during the offshoring, there was a loss of massive knowledge, right? Since 2015 to, to now, with pyrogenesis, we have been rebuilding that expertise within pyrogenesis. Since 2017 to 2021, we had the assistance of the guys from Apollon. Keep, keep that moving. And I believe from 2022, we will also, HPQ will become one of those um, center of knowledge where um, people come and talk to us about this and ask us how we can repatriate using the QRR. What I can tell you is I'm getting multinational approach in this regard. So when I said that we were visionary by accident five years ago, or 2015, which is now seven years ago, okay, it's really coming to fruition. Would it be accurate to say, Bernard, that you're not really going to be reshoring in fact what you're doing is just creating a brand new process altogether well we're reshoring in the sense what it is is we're stepping up a few notches okay the manufacturing of silicone making it much more palatable to the industry right now okay and our process is to make it so green that we will also have the greenest silicone into it. I can't get into all the details of all the, of all the things we're working on. So one of the great advantage of our QRR processes is scalability. 
okay? We've already discussed this in previous press release. We've talked a lot about this concept is that from two reactors combined, okay? We equal pretty close to the capex per kilogram required per capacity. Now, if you want to enter the silicone industry right now using traditional processes, you need to build a 30 to 60,000 metric ton a year plant. You need to be able to source the energy for that. Has to be green energy. If you use carbon, carbon footprint is going to be bad. We're 2,500 metric tons multiplied by sector. Already right there, our energy footprint overall, although our energy footprint is a bit bigger per kilogram, our energy footprint of our plant is going to be smaller, which means we can, we can position ourselves close to green energy to make that material, which will make our product greener. Um, and I've been approached by some people asking those type of questions, uh, multiple areas. I'm not following too much on those rabbit hole at this moment because my focus as i said is just getting the, the qrr going setting up a lot of things that occurred since you know last time we spoke we were a mining company now we're a technology company um and all that comes into play and i want to go back to what you said at the beginning of that i didn't want to interrupt but you're having discussions with multinationals now your conversation i'm having this i'm i'm involved aware of discussion at high political level in different sphere okay where what we are bringing about is a solution that they're looking for you have to realize okay in north america quebec canada the us silicone is not seen as a strategic material in Europe, it is. In Australia, it is. The important and the vision behind that material completely changes that. Would it be fair to say that the 90% of market control that comes out of China, HPQ's got a chance to make that almost obsolete? I mean, you're never going to make an industry go or a process go away, but... Uh, what a, what HPQ will be able to do is to focus on the high value added part of that industry. Okay. China and all the traditional producer needs those needs those high value added product just to make their entire process economical. We, on the other hand, can just focus on high value project. I've read an internal report from a. Uh, big global silicone player and they actually wrote it so you know we we know of this great niche market which 3000 metric ton per year okay which would sell for about you know 10 times the price that we're selling it right now but there's no it will have no effect on our bottom line of a, of a big billion dollar company well those are the type of market i want to go after because you know, they go from 3000 6000 they'll never be able to catch up with us the way you're talking Mm -hmm. is with a different level of confidence. Uh, I mean, you've, you've, you've increasingly become more and more confident. Investors have picked that up, you know, a lot more smiles and, you know, you're, you're, they pick up your body language and your, and your, but today seems like even more confident. So is that because you can almost see the light at the end of the tunnel or the way you phrased it earlier? And, and 
you're the arc not, at the bottom not <laughs> worried like are you almost done worrying about de-risking and making sure you're gonna like you know are you almost done because some some people online will uh, you know are are will talk fud right mm -hmm. and that you're not going to get there but you know that's people online we're talking the horse's mouth is it fair to say that you're short of something really unexpected this is what it seems like so i'm asked the question short of something really unexpected happening you're going to get there well yeah yes but it's also because um we're executing our business plan we may not have communicated all the nicks and crannies of what our business plan is because we can't uh, either for regulatory purposes or for uh, competitive purposes or for uh, legal purposes, you know, we can't. But we're executing, we're exactly executing on that. Um, you know, people didn't put too much attention, but the change of business from a technology company, from a mining company, a technology company was a big, big, big milestone. Especially since yeah, we were able to. By the way, some people might too. think, well, it's just, you know, handing in a different form and you just change from one. It's not, you and I both know, maybe you want to explain a little bit to people that it is okay. an incredible process on the TSX Venture Exchange. On the TSX Venture, okay, it is equivalent to filing a new listing. It is usually always done through a change of business where the stock is halted while the new entity meets all the requirement under which it lists. Now, we were able to do this seamlessly. We didn't stop trading, okay? We reach our goal. We've done this. We've become a, a, a tier one technology company. Um, and it was, done, it, it, was done, it, it was done seamlessly without people noticing. But behind the, behind the scene, the small staff at HPQ, because we're not a big staff, uh, we worked a heck of a lot on this. It you know, didn't look too much marketing-wise. During that time, Pyro was doing what they had to do for the plant. You know, that, that's what we did. My confidence is more, it's, it's the division that we had is really coming to fruition. I, because when we started this, it was really like, uh, you know, when we were starting this, if we don't make six cents, are we going to be able to have a business plan? And as more I learn about the industry, the more I thought, oh, we, we do have a good business plan. And it, as more as it come into it, it says, not only do we have a great business plan, um, no, it's it, it looks very exciting because the, the, the battery space came into it. But people have to realize that the battery space is just still a big R and D tool uh, business for everybody. That's why there's you know I think the number I guess there's fifteen hundred new patent deposited on silicone usage in, 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 into the material. Right? I wouldn't want to be just a silicone guy into it. Originally, our when we were doing the when we started the the, the, the nano SR, we said, "Oh well, we could probably build a business plan. Just you know, converting silicon, we'll buy it." And then the price of silicon went through the roof, and that that model completely died. So then everything, but at least we had backup plan, which was our QRR to feed our stock. It was always part of our plan, but we could, you know, we we could try to advance and and those things. And now everything's falling right into place. Um. So, it's that part is falling into plan. The the building up of the HPQ team is is starting to, to 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 come into fruition. It's been a mandate that the board gave me this year to you know start to stop being just a one man show and have start have more people. Um, pretty soon, I hope to be able to to announce some 
some good news on the technical side. Um, and uh, we're seeing a lot of value. Silicon is, is one of those great products that's under understood in the market. Um, and you had a, in, in one of your quotes, you said, I'm, I'm, I'm going with that confidence slash FUD discussion just to extending that. Some investors will question our need to allocate about a month to the PureVap Gen 3 pilot uh, plant reactor startup, et cetera. But they need to realize it's not like just flipping a switch. But what they don't realize is it's not as if the high purity silicon market is sitting there right there right now waiting for sales. Uh, so even if things seem a little slow or, or not as fast, sorry, to some of the investors out there, you're not really missing out on anything right now, right? You, uh, you and I had a conversation. We said the things that I know about what's going on out there. So maybe you might want to shed some light on that. Well, you know, even if people start building up capacity, demand, and, and and all those things, you know, plants will not be plants that will need high volume of this material that's consistent. Okay, are not going to be ready to accept the material for another two, three, four, five years. They're just not going to be. Um, so we're just at the right ballpark to to, to come in that space. But we're not limiting ourselves to just the battery, the battery materials. Yeah, there's, there, there's, there's much more application because we control the entire value chain. Okay, so we let go of the quartz part of the process, but that, that's not the biggest issue into it, especially since our system tolerates much more impurity than anybody else. Um, you know, so there is by the time. It's really going to be by the time we're ready to, to, to start building, this is where people are going to need. What, what happens usually, okay, in, in, in the usual market, and you have to look at the overall, you know, shitload of the market. Right now, the market is sort of like looking for a bottom. Where's the bottom? Is, there, is this a bubble going to explode? There is, there is that, um, how can I say this, nervousness right now in the market. You talk about stock market. You talk about silicon. I'm talking. I'm talking, just talking about stock market stock, investors. Okay. If I if if we if I had to do the financing that we that, that we've done over the year, that would be more complicated. We don't have to do financing right now. But that I've been in this business long enough to know it's a phase. Okay. But behind that, okay, because of the events of this year, because of this the event of the next winter in Europe, where people are going to have to freeze their butt off. Okay, you know, cutting down and all those issues. Okay, there's going to be a demand for energy self sufficient through renewable energy. And silicone material is at the middle of it. And we're the only company that's developing a new process to do it. Now, stop and think about this. And then you realize why I might be not too worried about if it's taking a bit longer up and down. You know, yeah, you just want, you want to get this right, and you're not worried. There's no value. There's no value in. There's no value in rushing being the first guy. Look at the guys that built Canary Wharf. Okay, it wasn't the first guy that made money, right? It's it's sometimes you have to be patient to do it right, and we're doing it right with the right technology because we see multiple application that right technologies. Then we will have. Then we'll do, we continue to develop secondary process. But I think people are, didn't catch on to the fact that very, very soon, okay, 
our pilot plant is going to be operating continuously 24-7 for a little amount of time producing material. Okay? Now, that's not enough material to generate revenues, and I don't care about that. But that's enough material for us to do very interesting R&D, very interesting business development, um, prospective of clients, material, while at the same time, we are getting all the information or you know 90% of the information required for the next phase of the scaling up. Yeah, because even if battery metals guys won't be ready for a couple of years, they're going to need to start testing and locking up, potentially locking up supply, right? Listen, I was having a conference call this morning with a um, professor on, on, on battery materials. And he says the biggest issue with silicone battery materials is consistency. Batch one doesn't consistently go with batch two. And the reason is very simple. The guys that are making battery material, okay, by balance of orders from left, right, center, everywhere else. So their process might make the material uniform, but their starting ingredient is not uniform. Therefore, the end product is not uniform. That doesn't sound like a big issue, but it is a big issue. Yep. Oh, yeah, of course. We control that entire value chain. So once we figure out, okay, this is exactly the type of material we need to do. Those are the processes we need to do. We control it from the beginning to the end. So the more I learn about the industry, okay, and the more I understand where we're sitting into it, the more I see the dynamics that are changing into it, okay? The more I see government saying, never again will we let 90% uh, of the industry, like in Europe, there are a few light years, there are a few years ahead of where the U.S. just became with the, um, the, the latest budget act, okay? But what's, what is evident is in the U.S. is that there'll be a lot of private capital mixed with the public capital to go reach those goals. Now, when they're going to start to take a look at the entire value chain that you're required to, to say, we want to make sure that we have enough silicone material, high-purity electronic silicone material, and they're going to realize the weak link is the first link of making the silicone material, they're going to do a Google search and figure out, oh, HPQ is the only one into it. They're already doing those type of Google search. In Europe, they're already more advanced. They're already, you know, thinking about this strategy, starting to envision into it. And luckily, some of my contacts are already in into those uh, those networks. Yeah. So HPQ Silicon is in a lot of conversations. You're even if you're not even there, the the conversation is being had around around HPQ. And imagine once the QRR is started, we've started to produce material then the urgency of the conversation for them, not for us, for them, is going to increase. And that potentially, according to the press release, you're three-ish months away, give or take two, three weeks on either side of that or whatever. Or whatever but Theoretically, if we're the reactor startup month, from the moment we start you know, process improvement, as I said, we, from the moment we put material into it, well, we've actually put material in the machine, we just did it cold. <laughs> so, but we know the material feeds well into the machine. So here, here we are, September 7th. Uh, are we going to see, look, during the summer, we didn't see a lot of you. Uh, and that's because there was just a lot of work that had to be done that, you know, wasn't all that exciting to really talk about. But are we going to be seeing a lot more of you now? Uh, you mentioned something earlier about increasing the, you know, uh, increasing the size of the team. Um, and we know that from the schedule that in a month or so, uh, will be the reactor startup. So is it fair? No, we're in reactor startup now. 
in a month or two, we're starting to we in a month or so we're we're starting the the testing, the, the, the improvement test, which aka means that we're feeding stuff in the machine with the reactor turned on, okay, and producing silicone. So in that milestone, when that day comes and you're starting, they pr- uh, will will you be advising shareholders that hey, we just not now now we're at the improvement improvement test phase and so on and so forth. I will now say that we definitely see an arc at the bottom of the uh, electrode. All right, all right, man. I'll leave it at that. As always, Bernard, great talk to you, man. The confidence is infectious, uh, and from seeing some of the comments online. Uh, the overwhelming sentiment is that investors are really happy because they can see the arc at the say that it's the the arc at the bottom of the electrode. All right, or maybe so I get that wrong, to, but you know, some somebody's going to come and correct me for it. But whatever, it's gonna, there's going to be an arc at the end in that machine. We're going to have to create a t-shirt or hats around that. But uh, but thanks for thanks for delivering us. Listen, thanks for delivering great news right after Labor Day. I've always said investing season begins right after Labor Day, so here we are, and HPQs hit the ground running. Can't wait to have you back, my friend. Thank you. Can't wait to be back. To everybody at home, you've been watching or you've been listening by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite podcast platform. To Bernard Tudion, CEO of HPQ Silicon, trades in Canada under HPQ in the US, HPQFF. For those new to the story, but you believe in the renewable energy revolution and all the new materials that are going to be needed, silicon especially, and seeing where, where HPQ is at and you want to start your due diligence, Get to the company's profile page in Agoracom because it's a very, you know, we know it's complicated, so we've got it broken down there in uh, digestible, understandable bites. And then once you've got that base knowledge and you want to get your mind blown, then you head over to the HPQ Silicon website and do your deep dive due diligence. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. See you next time. Hey, guys, this podcast is over. Don't forget to help your company by liking it or even leaving a comment. And then don't forget to help yourself by following us on Spotify, Google, Apple, or on your favorite podcast platform so you will never miss another one great Agoracom Small Cap Podcast.